What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Cage Draft Room. I'm here with David. We got a special guest today. We got Alabama A&M wide receiver Terrell Gardner joining us. Uh, Terrell, thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you for giving us your time. Uh, we're looking forward to this this little podcast we got with you. Oh man, yeah, just thank you for the opportunity to be on here. Uh, very appreciative too for the uh, opportunity. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, we got some good questions for you. Uh, just to kick it off, uh, the first thing we wanted to know about is like. When did when did football really start with you? Was it at a young age? Uh, did you start getting into it in middle school, high school? What does that look like for you? Uh, I played my first football game at four years old, and I've been doing it a long time. Wow. Were you into any other sports? I know uh, I know we looked into it, and uh, you were a basketball player. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Yeah, I played basketball in high school. I was also in the bowling team in high school, and I also ran track. Did you say the bowling team? Yeah, we had a bowling team. Okay. Thank. Okay. <laughs> so coming out of of high school, you played. You said you played basketball and football. Uh, what what made you choose to stick with football over basketball? Uh, football, I just had more opportunities um, for free school, um, so I just decided, you know, let's go where it's free. Um, so Anna gave me a chance um, to play football, and I just decided to go there. So let me ask you this: Was um, Alabama A and M always on your radar? Did you were you looking to go somewhere else, or what was that looking like? Uh, the crazy thing is, A and M was not on my radar. They came like a few days before signing day. Um, it was just like, hey, we don't have any, you know, scholarship money for you, but yeah, you know, you get the opportunity to play um, immediately. And yeah, so I wasn't looking the red shirt, and I also didn't want to go like D two or D three. And I was like, well, they're D one. And I've always wanted to play D1, so it's like, yeah, I'm going to go here. And so technically it was a walk-on, but ended up being put on scholarship before the year was over. Wow, okay. That's um, awesome. So who who were you planning on signing with before that? You said they came on signing day. Did you have anyone else you had your eye on? Uh, I was going to go to Bethune-Cookman or um, – wow, it's been a minute. Yeah, it probably would have been Bethune-Cookman. Gotcha, and then – at Alabama A&M, were you thinking, you know, I'm sticking it out here, um, show what I got, or are you thinking about transferring? What's your whole process and, you know, thought process sticking with Alabama A&M? So we had um, a really good quarterback in a quill glass, um, really great uh, quarterback. And then once he left, um, things kind of got a little shaky. Okay. Uh, but we had a couple of guys leave, and everybody thought I was right out the door with them. Right. Um, but I kind of looked at it as they're leaving, so who's going to be the guy? Right. And so I was like, well, if they leave, then I'm obviously the guy now. So I decided to stay. Um, and it was a big loyalty thing. Those coaches gave me a chance to play Division One football, and I just felt like I owed that to them to stay and um, finish it out. No doubt, no doubt. So when did what year did that quarterback leave? Uh, Glass left. Uh, right after COVID, so 21, that was his last year. Okay. And then with COVID, that transfer portal opening up, did that change anything for y'all, or was it kind of the same from there? Uh, it did. Um, just bringing in those guys from those big schools, um, it made you work a lot harder because they're they're bringing those guys right. to play right now. Yeah, You know. no doubt. So, you know, now they have access to all these, you know, these talented players, and so you're looking at it like, well, this was my only option, and these guys had, like, 40 options. So 
now you just like I said, you have to work harder and to keep your spot. And it it was a good thing for me because it made me just like I said, go really hard to um, stay at the top of the roster. No doubt, brought in some competition. So yeah, that transfer portal was a big thing. Um, so with that competition wise, was there anybody you know you got there? Coaches are telling you, hey, this is who's over you, and you got to kind of step it up to show what you got above him, or did you come in and kind of ball out and you were the guy? When I first got there, uh, I was like eighth on the roster. I was like the eighth receiver. Um, it was some really great receivers in front of me. Wow. Um, a lot of them uh, ended up being all conference guys. Um, recently, it was OJ Delaire. Uh, he went to Bowling Green. Uh, okay. Receiver. Uh, he was in front of me, and then we had Abdul. He also went to Bowling Green. So both of those guys were in front of me. I kind of rotated. Um, we rotated like three, four receivers. So I was by then I was in that top four, and then once they those two guys transferred out, it was I was the number one guy. Yeah. Uh, so we we saw another podcast that you were on, uh, and we heard uh, you had some success in high school. Uh, junior year, you won state, correct? Yes, sir. And then the year before, or the year after that, you you lost to Bo Nix. Is that right? Yeah, we got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> what was the score of that game? Uh, 41-7. I remember that one. Dang. Vividly. Was Bo, was he a dude or what? Was he the difference maker? Oh, yeah. He was, a, he was the guy. He was that guy. Dang. Yeah, if they had a different quarterback, we went by 40. Really? He, he got, yeah, he got the ball out so quick and it was so accurate that I mean, his receivers really didn't have a choice but to catch the ball. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. So, yeah. Well, Terrell, one thing that got you on my radar uh, was your viral, your viral clip from your pro day, uh, the HBCU combine uh, when you ran the gauntlet. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So take me through that process. What was the uh, What was the pro day like there? Uh, it was It was great. Um, I had got a call a little late with an invite. Um, so when I got there, we went to, they checked us in the hotel. They flew us out to New Orleans. Um, and we got to meet, I got to meet all the other, you know, top HBCU players in the nation. And that was probably, you know, just to be able to network and connect with those guys, see what they're doing in, those, in their training and stuff. Right. Um, it, was, it was great. And then we got to the Saints facilities, which is top tier. You know facilities and just got to put on a show for um all the scouts and attendees yeah yeah so that clip i mean i saw it going around twitter it went it went around everywhere it hit instagram uh and i I reposted it a couple times but uh yeah i mean you flew through the gauntlet Uh, it looked good looked clean uh so i'm hoping that got that got your name out there a little bit more Uh, and then i started looking into looking into all your all your games uh and one of the questions we got from Instagram wanted to ask you is, what is one of your favorite plays of your career so far? Oh, man. Uh, Texas Southern, at Texas Southern, we ran a reverse, and I took it like 75 yards for a touchdown. Okay. Um, I, I that figured. Probably, that's probably my favorite play. Other than scoring against Vanderbilt, that's probably my yeah, favorite. Yeah, that's, that's the one we were looking at. Yeah, that's what we thought you, you might say. Uh one of the ones I thought was was one of your best was your uh, your catch against uh, Alabama State. You hit that little the quick you on the guy uh, and oh, yeah, scored. That's that's one of my personal route. favorites. 
we did, like I said, we asked questions on Instagram some, from some of our viewers, and they have, they have quite a few questions for you. Uh, the first one being, can you give us your top five favorite wide receivers of all time that you've watched uh, growing up, uh, whatever that may be? seen play I'm not going to do like the super old receivers because okay. I've never seen them play okay I like that uh, yeah. so I'm going to go number one Tyreek Hill okay um, two we're going to go Larry Fitzgerald yeah uh, three it's always a good one Julio we're going to go Julio at three Mike Evans at four Antonio Brown at five Mike Evans alright I like the respect for Mike Evans there Speaking of Tyreek Hill, uh, on Twitter from that clip, I, I've seen a couple people compare your running style and your speed to Tyreek. Uh, so what do you what do you take from that? Uh, I just take it, you know, kind of got to take it with a grain of salt because it's, it's, it's social media. Um, but it's also great at the same time that people can look at you and compare you to somebody so great. Um, you know, one of the, probably the best receiver in the league this year. Um so I look at it, I, you know, I smile, and then it just makes me keep working harder because I want to be where he's at. Right, yeah, that's that's pretty cool to be even putting the same sentence as him, would you say? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah so that follows us into uh, another question, which was who do you say you model your game after the most? And we'll give you uh, time to answer that. between uh, Tyreek and Tyler Lockett. Uh, mm -hmm. I say Tyler Lockett just because when you watch him play, he knows how to protect himself. Um, while playing, he doesn't take a lot of shots. Yeah. Um, and he's very consistent. He catches the ball. And then Tyreek, um, they put him in and everywhere in the offense, and I feel like I was used the same way. Yeah, uh, I can see I can see both of those especially. Uh, and, I mean, those are two great guys to, to model your game after. The next question we have here is, what team would be your absolutely top choice to play for? Houston, Texas. Houston, Houston why is that? Houston, Texas. Uh, they're young, um, they're on the come up, and their offense is really like wide open. You know, yeah. they do a lot of different things, jet sweeps, screens, and it's just wide open. So I, I would love to play there. Plus, it's in a dome. So. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't got to worry about the, the weather as much. Yeah, that doesn't hurt either. And playing with CJ Stroud is probably a, a special kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Hey Terrell, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go back to the we we're talking about speed, and where did we see? We saw four seven. You tested. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's kind of our reaction to it. We laughed as well because we, we watched your film yeah, and we were like, "There's was, absolutely no way." It was a bad day for me. I'm not even gonna. It was a bad day. We we ran a forty like at eight thirty in the morning. And okay. I really wasn't warm, but it's not an excuse. I should have did better, but I right. definitely do better at pro day. Right. Um, so every time I see it, I just laugh. You know, yeah. people, scouts that I've talked to, they've seen the film. Yeah, that's um, kind of the same boat we were in. Cause yeah, yeah. So you, Alabama A&M will have their own pro day, correct? Uh, as of right now, we should. Um, if not, I will be at a different school doing my pro day. I've already have that set up. Okay. Just in case so you're going to get to run another 40? Definitely. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Uh, so, because I, I saw, I saw that, and I was like, "There's, there's just no way." Looking at this dude's film, I mean, that's not, that's not four sevens. All right. Now we're gonna take a break. Uh, we're gonna hear from our ad sponsors, and we're gonna be right back with the show.
Today's episode is sponsored by Freepoint. Freepoint is an active wear clothing brand, but it's also a group of like-minded people gearing towards ultimate performance. Freepoint is a moment in which a person finds themselves in their optimal state of performance. For Kate and I, our Freepoint is the show. Join us in your own Freepoint. Head over to thefreepoint.com and pick up some gear today. Classic crewnecks, hoodies, t-shirts, and more are all waiting at thefreepoint.com. Head over there to get some gear today. And now we're on with the show. All right, uh, Terrell, the next question we got is coming from Instagram. It's, what is one thing about your game that separates you from other wide receivers in your class? Uh, that I can play any special teams. Um, that's probably one of the most important things that I'm versatile. And I can also play inside or outside or in the backfield. So, um, like a, I, I can do I'm like a pocket knife. I can do multiple things. So um, most receivers, um, they're good, but, you know, they can only play receiver. You can't really put them in the backfield. You can't put them on special teams and expect them to go make a tackle. So um, I feel like it's a lot of things that I can do that um, makes me stand out. Right. The versatility right. there is definitely a point in your, in your favor. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, so let me ask you this. Say a coach came up to you and asked you, would you rather, you know, be returning kicks, be a special team dude, or be a wide receiver, or be in the backfield like you said, which one would you tell him? Let me return kicks. Return kicks? That's your style or what? Uh, I just – it's just something about returning kicks that is, is fun, you know. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to return kicks, don't want to return punts because they feel like it's scary or nerve-wracking, but I'm very comfortable back there. Is returning right. kicks or punts harder? Which one's uh, more punts difficult? Punts are definitely harder because um, kick returns, you kind of have like a, you know where you're going with the return. Everybody knows where right. they need to make sure their guy doesn't get to a punt. Um, it's, you're really relying on your gunners to get a block in, you know. So you have to know when to fair catch and when to take it. So it, punt, is definitely, punt return is definitely harder. Did that take like a while to get used to? Because like balls in the air, your head is tilted back, and you see out of the bottom of your eye eleven dudes running at you full speed. Did that take a minute to kind of settle in in that situation? Uh yeah, in college definitely. Um, high school you get more like line drive kicks. So yeah. It's, you know you can catch that one and get moving. College these guys can really punt, and yeah. so um, they're hanging the ball in the air for three four seconds, and you really have to. Trust your guys to say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and catch this and then return it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, we got another question. Uh, what is one thing about your game that you'd want to improve if you could? Uh, I would say open field blocking. I really didn't have to block much. So um, just getting stronger, being able to make sure I can get that touchdown um, block at the end of the play or, you know, just make sure my guy's not in the play, just open field blocking. Yeah, okay. Right. And um, so doing a little bit of research, you know, across websites, I've gotten, like, to be honest with you, like three different sizes. Can you give us, like, a definite size that you're at right now? Five, six and a half, 170. Okay. And – do you think that will be a factor? And if it is, how would you make up for that? Uh, it's definitely a factor. Uh, it's a business, and I know that. So right. size, you know, means a lot. 
Um, but like I said, um, when I get to my pro day, I'll make sure I change some change some minds about that. When is uh when's Alabama A&M's scheduled pro day right now? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it should be the last week of March. I really don't know. I have to confirm with my agent because um, he's been the one in the talks with them about that. I've yeah. just been training. Um, so I would have to confirm a date because we're waiting on another player, um, Darion Hayes, to see if he's going to um, also be involved in the pro day. Yeah, speaking okay. of training, uh, what is your what is your training uh, process look like for you? Uh, right now I still lift and condition with um, the football team. And after that, um, it's a few other things that are personalized for me uh, just to get ready with these drills. So a lot of drill work. Um, right now, we're just focusing on that 40 um, and catching the ball and all that. That's natural. So we really haven't been looking at that. It's just the drill work, make sure I perform well on pro day and the lifting and stuff. I just still do my routine with the team. Right. So is the 40 the drill that you you got your eye on the most? Is that the most uh, oh, de- important definitely. one? Definitely. Uh, like I said, running routes and catching the ball is natural to me. It's when they look at that 40 time, that's what they really want to look at. Just because of my size, they're going to be like, can he run? And when I show them I can, and they've seen it on film, but they also, they a lot of scouts want to see that 40 time. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. And so we looked at some a little bit of a high school football film as well. And it looked like there was a big jump in your skill level from high school to college. What do you think changed the most in the training process and the things that were at your uh, disposal to get to make that big jump in your athletic ability from high school to college? Uh, just learning the game. Um, coach Taylor, my receivers coach and the OC, he just taught us how to uh, how to how to watch film how to be prepared, you know, high school really wasn't much watching film as a player. It was more the coaches will watch film and then we'll practice. Right. But now it's um, getting yourself prepared as a player and knowing, you know, what, knowing the tendencies of other teams and tendencies of other players and then allowed me to um, just excel and be better than what I was. Right. Is there something you look for when you watch a film? Like say you're watching a DB, what's something like a telltale sign that you're about to go off for a night? Oh, just uh, so to see if he's a press man corner or off man corner. Um, if he's an off man corner, he's probably really not that good. Right. Um, press press corners. You're really looking for what hand he likes to shoot with, what hand he grabs with the most, and then you can exploit that in the game because now you know where to attack him when yeah. he's pressed. Um, off man corner. Uh, you're just in no man's land when it comes to guarding me, so not really worried about that. <laughs> yeah. So would you say that's what you'd like to go up against the most? What's some, what's something that, you know, when they're in, you're like, all right, let's roll. Press man. Press man. You want somebody press man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because if you miss you, if you miss you're done. Right. All up in their face after the play or what? Oh yeah. Come on. Let me ask you this: If I took to your coaches and I asked them uh, to describe your game in two to three words, what what do you think they would say? Uh, fast, competitive, and smart. Those, yeah. I mean, yeah, those are three good qualities. Top uh, three things. When you when you speak about competitiveness, uh, how competitive were you in in practice against your your own teammates? Did you were you uh, up in their I face as well? I don't like losing at all. 
Right. Was it different from high school to college? Was the competitive level like way different? Yeah, it was. It got. It, well, the team that I was with in high school, we were probably the most competitive team I've been around. Right. Um, a lot of us went D one off of that team, but college was competitive as well. It's just, it was more of a me thing. Like I'm not really one of the participation trophies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm more of a like you're either first or you're last. Right. So it's just like I want to I want to win games and I want to compete, you know. So even at practice, it's the same way. Like, hey, I want to I want to win. I don't care what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the jump from high school to college, uh, what's one thing you noticed during that transition that that really changed the most? What's the What's the difference between, would you say, high school and college ball that changes the the most? Uh, the confidence level. Uh, just high school. Uh, I was very confident and I got to college and I kind of shot away from that confidence and it took me a minute to get it back but once I got it back it allowed me to just do a lot more things that I never thought I would be able to do yeah how do you how do you say you were able to get it back uh just trusting myself um my teammates really motivated me it was like hey man we need you you know like it, it got to the point where it was like, hey, man, we, we really, you know, you, you got to make us go. You make the offense go. And it was just like, okay, I got to get back in my rhythm and trust myself and, you know, trust my abilities. And once that confidence level got back, it was nothing you could say, like nothing you could tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, and while we were watching film this past year, and you talked about that one quarterback leaving, um, you know, I don't know if this is how it was uh, the whole year, but I watched one game. They had a little quarterback switch mid-game, and then the other, I think it was number 16, came back in. Um, what quarterback that you played with, you know, gave you the most confidence? Was it hard, you know, getting confidence and hitting a rhythm with different quarterbacks throughout your college career? Well, um, it was a little hard just because one quarterback was more of a run quarterback and the other one was more of a passing quarterback. Um, crazy that I caught touchdown passes from both of them, but – uh, at the end of the day, we still ran the same offense with both of them, and during practice, we got a lot of reps with both of them. So um, it really wasn't a big issue for us. Uh, it was just really based off the game plan for that week. Yeah, and so I guess quarterback has a big – do you think quarterback has a big, you know, take, I guess you could say, on if the receiver does well, or do you think the receiver needs to get open for the quarterback just be able to put it where he needs it? Uh, it's definitely 50-50 because um, sometimes the quarterback has to make a hard throw and then that's just a throw you got to make. Right. Um, but at the same time, our job is to make the quarterback's job easier. So if I'm wide open, uh, he's, he's going to find you. Right. Yeah, I, speaking of, of quarterbacks, uh, one of the questions we have from Instagram is, uh, we know you said you wanted to play on the Texans. That'd be your top team. So we're going to say besides C.J. Stroud, uh, which quarterback – would you like to play for the most? Which, which one would you like to catch passes from? Gotta say Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And I can't leave Lamar off that list at all. Hey, so are the Texans, is that your team? Or are you just like, where you just want to play for them? Uh, it's not my team. I, I don't have a team right now. Um, Man. I was rooting for the Eagles this year. Yeah. But uh, no, the Texans not my team. I would just like to play for them. Okay, were you? Did you watch the NFL a lot growing up? Yeah, 
Uh, everybody in my house, we're, we're sports all the way through and through. So what team, did you, did you not root for a team growing up, or did you just kind of? Uh, growing up, we, we have some Cowboy fans in my family uh, growing up, so. Um, but no, I really never had a team. I was a big Cam Newton fan, so wherever Cam was, that was me. Well, I bet Cam wishes you were there when he was getting jumped. I don't know if you saw that, but we saw it on Instagram, so. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. I was like, man, he manhandled three. Hey, he, he did manhandle them. That shows you the jump from a professional athlete to a regular dude. Uh, Terrell, that's all we got time for today. Um, we appreciate you coming on, uh, giving us the opportunity to hear a little bit about you, uh, your story. Uh, so we appreciate you coming on, man. Oh, man I, like I said, I'm very, very appreciative of this opportunity. Um, hopefully we can get back on here after the draft, you know, give you guys some good news. So, uh like I said, thank you. Anytime you guys want to talk, just hit me up. I'm I'm available. So. Yes, sir. Hey, Terrell, so I got one more question for you. We, you know, cut it short, but we forgot there was one more big question that uh, we got to ask you. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, cool. Before I ask you this, I'm going to give you a little bit about me, okay? I'm 5'8", 170, all right? Could I, one-on-one, -on -one, lock you up? No way. <laughs> Ever. Not even yeah, he runs a he runs a four nine forty by the way. Um, oh, that's funny. Hey Terrell, I'm just kidding with you, man. I was a guy. I was on the sideline asking coach for playing time, so you don't gotta worry. <laughs> but yeah, Terrell, we had a blast, man. It was fun. Thank you for coming on. All right, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. I'll see you later.